The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. It's time! Can you do that, though? Can you do that? Yeah, I mean, what, is Bruce Buffer going to, like, look up hanging with the boys and get us to take the show down because no. is that copyrighted? I think so. <coughs> oh, great. Another episode <laughs> off the air. Off the air. Start it over. Start well, it over. Anyway, you're looking live <laughs> at Tostitos Championship Plaza where it has been vacated again because I have the little red dot on my weather app. and We got two days of reprieve. And it's back up to 99. It feels like 102. And it's going to be 106 degrees today. But the low's down to 80. The bad news is I think it's 107 up to 108 through next week. So it's not stupid. It's just stupid. Mother Nature, you're stupid right now. You're just (laughs) Don't mess with Mother Nature now. That's Shannon. Bartholomew Gross, Mother Nature. Yeah. Kurt, Nate, and I just said, said nothing about that because yeah. Mother Nature will like drop a drop a tree <laughs> on your house. I know. Or, I should or, not have said that. That's or bad. something happens. She will, will blow a, a trash can through your window. No. Something will happen. No, no. I, I'm sorry, Mother Nature. Uh, but you give us a break. Okay, please, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Hey, with the boys brought to you each and every day by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, hey. Shannon Gross in studio, Nate Newton coming to us live from the road. We won't have video of Nate because he needs to keep his eyes on the highway and drive, but we have him in our ears. Are you there, Nate? I'm here, man, and uh, yeah, I'm agreeing with Jesse. Leave Mother Nature alone. Okay. And Nate likes to drive with no pants on. Oh, do you have yeah, pants on right pants? now, Nate? Yeah, I do. They're very short, but they're on. <laughs> <laughs> and if you didn't get the reference of the show open... If you've never watched UFC, that is the opening to UFC fights. And speaking of fights, boy, do we have us a couple of Now, okay, now you're getting back in the swing of things. Okay. I have been waiting all day. Okay. Because I have hot sports opinions on this. Okay. I freaking love it. I love it, and I'm going to tell you why. What an awesome segue. That was – that was – That's good? That was good, man. Right. God, Lee, I've been waiting for you to get back in the swing of things. There you go. That was good. There you go. All right. I love it, and the, and the reason – I love it on a lot of different levels, and you may not agree with me. I do not condone violence, although I do love combat sports. But I, I, I love this because we talked about this on this show three years ago. When I don't remember the quarterback, it was a backup quarterback. Damn near had his head taken off in a game. Mm-hmm. Slid. Uh, y'all remember the quarterback? Yeah, uh, uh, he's not here anymore. He was a veteran. Um, yeah. From TCU. Redhead. Oh, yeah. The, uh, oh, Dalton. Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Got his head nearly taken off, mm-hmm. and no Cowboy player even walked over to help him up off the field. And that just. I don't know why, but that just got under my skin and that bothered me that 
No one on that. And, and this is, look, this is back when Lyle was here. This is back when they were, you had some nasty dudes on the offensive line. And nobody helped that man up. And that just bothered me, right? Tell you what he, tell you what he means. Talk about leadership, right? Right. Who they like and don't like. Right. <laughs> and it just bothered me. And to see what happened yesterday, I don't know who was right, who was wrong. I watched the video. And if you haven't seen it, go look. It's all over Twitter. Sam Williams had been going. What's the backup guy's name that he was going against? Oh, Brock Sam. Hoffman, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Brock Hoffman. Yeah. Brock Hoffman. They had, supposedly yeah, they had had Brock some Hoffman. some battles during during the day or during camp, and at the end of the play, they kind of you know you could do a little bit of these, a little yeah. pushing, a little push, and Jesse, you know how that is. Nate, you know how that is. It's the last day of camp. You, you've had enough, and it's like, all right, this this mf'er has been messing. With, okay, and, and you <laughs> give a little extra. Yep. And Sam Williams turned around to go face mask to face mask, and before he could take two <laughs> steps, Tyler Biotis hit him. No, 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 no. Both hands. Sam didn't go face mask to face mask. He tried. Yeah. Sam was going with the clenched fist to the punch. Club? Was he going with the to club? To punch Hoffman in the back of the head. Is that what he was doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Biotis decleated him, and here comes Tank, and here comes the defense, and here comes the offense, and then – Everybody gets settled down, and then Micah gets into it mm -hmm. later. Later, yeah. So, and then I love what J. Ron Kerr said after. Yes. We'll get into that in a second. But, <laughs> but what? let's just go around. Nate, since you're not on camera, what are your thoughts about it? You like it? You don't yeah. like it? Uh, I'm good with it. As long as you don't, as long as you realize you can't break a helmet. You know, if you're <laughs> jabbing people in the chest and, Shoving them and you know, man, a little full arm here, as long as it ain't in the face, you know, in the back of the head. I'm down with it, man. I, I, uh, you know, uh, the offense should have did this a week ago because the defense just been pummeling them for the last <laughs> few weeks. I mean, I guess they got tired of like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Y'all been disrupting practice for the last two weeks. I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna start getting in somebody's uh, grill, and I, I, I like it, man. As long as you don't break a hand. Jesse, I'm 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 all for it. I mean, let's go. I like this, Kurt. Don't ruin this. I <laughs> like you, Shannon. I, you know, I appreciate a little bit of violence. I think violence is necessary in some situations. I don't I don't live by the Martin Luther King mantra. Well, violence is not the answer. I, I'm more of a Malcolm X kind of guy. You know, by any means necessary at times. I think I think I mean you're talking about playing one of the most, if not the physical sport, in all of professional sports. And yes. when you get these guys, you have alpha males, right? This Football is made up of a bunch of alpha males. Now, you have the alpha alphas, you have the alphas, and then you have the alphs, right, of the crew. But, but in, in essence, everyone's still an alpha male. You put them together, and I make jokes of this, and I, I've said this before to you guys. There may have been a little bit of a relief when they came in town last week, but when you've been locked up in those dorms and you ain't seen oh, your lady. Go. Here we go. <laughs> You ain't seen your lady. It always comes back around in the trailer park, Daddy. You ain't, yes. you ain't had a chance to slide through the trailer parks to just relieve a little bit of that stress. And all you got to do is look at this man every single day over and over and over and over again. That is going to happen 9.9999% of the time. I'm for it. It's going to happen. Um, I know the big boys, they get tired sometimes. You got to do all that huffing and puffing and pulling on those 300-pound dudes. But, yeah, it's a, it's a part of the sport. It's, it's, it's no different than a hockey fight. You get it on, you deal with it, and most of those guys – it don't go back into the locker room. No, it's, it's done. It's like if you have a sibling, every once in a while you got to punch your brother in the mouth, yeah. and guess what? It's still your brother. And you yeah. go, wind up, you might, 
it might be a, a couple of hours, it might be a couple of days, but you go hug it out eventually, and you're still brothers. Yeah, and they'll get their look back at some point in time too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Kurt, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. Yes, oh. let's go. All right, I was worried about you. Kurt. You could see this kind of building. It was funny watching uh, Nick and, and Kyle on the training camp. <laughs> it ride. happened while they were alive. Yeah, and so you great. could. I mean, the, the coaches were kind of ramping it up themselves. I mean, because you know Williams and, and Hoffman faced off once, and, and Hoffman beat him on that rep. And you could see Williams was like, "I'm going." Let you know he was digging in, and he slipped on the next snap, and so. Coaches put him back in there again, you know. Yeah. You can see it was just ramping up. And even in the broadcast, I give Nick credit. He goes, if ever there was going to be a fight, this is when it's going to happen. And sure enough, you know, Williams got him that last time, and, and there they went. But, it, you know, like you guys said, now you don't want Micah Parsons throwing punches at Goddish's helmet. Right. I mean, that's not going to end well. But other than that, to have that little bit of feistiness and, you know, it, it, it's – I think the coaches were probably pleased to see some of that fight. And Nick, by the way – Nick, it, I think Nick's clairvoyant. You don't know how many times I've been on the sideline with Nick, and he's called the play. He's called like stuff like, "Watch this! This is you know he's going to break one right here. He's going to score for a touchdown, and they're thirty yards out of the end zone." And it ha- like, and Nick, but but Nick's been around for. Yeah, he has been, but still, the stuff that he talks yeah. about. By the way, he's got his own show now, so go check yep. it out. Really yes. good. He had a great interview with Zach yesterday. Um, go check that out. But yeah, I man, I. I just freaking love it. And get, tell me if I'm wrong. But You're wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Well, let me at least get my point out, and then you can tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Yeah, this is for Jesse and, and Nate. When that happens, and especially somebody that that you may may not have known had that, like Tyler Biotish, like he this camp he's been chippy, everybody said, right? Mm-hmm. It might be because Zach's been gone and Zach reached out to him and said, Hey, this is you have to step up, right? But if you see a little bit of something and you're on the defense and you see an offensive guy do that, you're kind of like, okay, that's my guy. I like mm-hmm. that. No. Or does it, does it no. piss you off? And no. like, it, it, you, 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 you do what Michael Parsons did for the next two periods. <laughs> you say, oh, oh, this is what you want? Okay, cool. But, but, I mean, when you get back in the locker room, yeah. it, does it raise your yeah. level of respect a little bit for him and go, okay, he's taking up for his guy, or does it just make you mad? Curse had a comment afterwards, something to the effect of, it was good to see a little fight out of Biotis. You know, they, they, they're trying to I, I'm telling up, you, so. man, you, you, we need for Biotis to go to another level if we're going to do something special as an offensive line. And you got – and it's called finishing. What, what those little chippy moments do for offensive line is now you're trying to finish every block. And just like anything else, you know, if you build good habits, you know, it'll carry over to the game. So now uh, they're expecting his level of uh, when they go into them pass rush to be better. They expect when he go into the game for things to be better. If, if you're not, if it's not steel shopping steel, man, uh, and that's what it seems like it hadn't been, you know, going into that last preseason game. These guys have had great practices, but it didn't transfer to the game. But now that you've had this right here, you've raised your level against a pretty good defense in practice. Maybe you can raise that level once again, even though these starters may not play uh, in this game. Just keep to continue to raise your level. That's for the starters all the way to the backup. Raise your level of play. Raise your level of intensity because all it does at the end of the year is ensure you a better chance of winning. J. Ron Curse. Here's J. Ron Curse's quote. This is from Patrick Walker, No C. Mm-hmm. Walker article on uh, DallasCowboys.com. Quote, we ain't taking no bleep poo-poo 
from nobody. All 32 teams. We ain't taking poo-poo from nobody. Whether it's our offense or the next offense, we're trying to show we're the best in the business. So it gets spicy out here. It's going to get spicy on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays. Whenever we line up, that's how we're going to come. I freaking love that. Straight jacket. <laughs> tell them what's up, hey, man. Let's go. You know what? Uh, did I tell you guys what happened uh, in the uh, – they was doing red zone seven on seven uh, two days ago. I didn't tell you all what happened during that period, did I? You didn't. We're waiting. Uh, well, okay, what happened was. <laughs> well, what happened? Uh, what happened? What happened was. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, uh, Harris, the uh, defensive back coach, Al Harris. You know, we was back, so we couldn't hear what he was saying. But he stopped. He stopped the drill, and he was just talking. He was just going on for like thirty seconds to a minute, just going on. And then they started back the drill, and then he stopped again. Say, hey, ref, you know, you got to do something. Let us know whether it's a touchdown, whether the ball. You got to let us know what's going on. And so he was upset the whole period, just talking noise. And so at dinner that night, I said, Al, bro, what, what, what happened to get you uh, in, that, in that frame of mind? I have never seen you be that demonstrative. He said, Nate, he said, uh, what happened was we went four or five reps. And the offense, had like, you know, they didn't know what was going on. They couldn't catch a ball. They couldn't complete none. They weren't running good routes. So I stopped the drill asking, hey, man, do we need to go? Do something else, or are y'all gonna compete? <laughs> and man, it it started a landstorm to the point where y'all saw that uh, Jalen Tobert catch at the end of the end of practice the other day, right? Yeah, the Michael Jackson. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that started much earlier, whereas the receivers was kind of half doing their thing. But after Coach went into them and Gilmore started talking noise and Trayvon started talking noise, it just boy, it just went off and practice just went to another level. So I understand totally about competition, trying to be the best you can be because uh, and, and our, and our defense yesterday, they was doing the um, where they scored for the offense, for the defense, the first one, the 18. We had like eight plays uh, inside the five-yard line. The defense did not let them in. Now, Zach Martin and, 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 Smith and, and Tyron wasn't there, but they, didn't, they couldn't get it in, bro. They could not, you know. Uh, score, you know, so I, I'm like the day the defense is meaning everything they said since the second day of padded practice, our defense has been setting the tempo of practice. Man, I tell you what, the way the offense looks, the talent they have, and the way the defense is playing, the talent they have, and if you put some attitude in there and you got some dogs <laughs> on both sides of the ball, oh my goodness, how fun is this going to be? Oh, I can't wait. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, I mean, it wouldn't be a Dallas Cowboys show if we didn't talk about Deuce. In, right? Like, oh, so we, really? we, we're going to talk about Deuce, and we'll talk about – we want to ask – Some of the Deuce the club or the Deuce of heart? Deuce the Deuce is loose. The Deuce is loose. Take that however you want. And then we're going to ask Jesse, how poo-poo is this offensive line? <laughs> When we come back on Hanging with the Boys. You don't stop with that foolishness, man. Y'all don't stop that. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. 
If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. The kid and had a nice. Welcome day. back to the show. Wingstop presents you this show every day where flavor gets its wings. And the second segment, every show, is brought to you by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain.com, for letting us have a second segment. All right, fellas. That might be the first time we've ever all agreed on something. I think so? Yeah, violence. <laughs> we all agree on violence. Great. We agree on violence. What's that say about us? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Testosterone. All right. I'm, we should just title, go ahead and title this segment, Jesse S and show. Nate Duke It Out. Or the S Show. Which, I mean, that, that's, every, that's the whole show, <laughs> not just the segment. What'd you yell at the beginning there? It's time. It's time! Do you know that he you know, manages I got his brother? Text yesterday. I got really? this text He's his brother's this manager. Really? I got this text this morning about the old line from Jesse. You, Jesse better not have nothing to say about my old line. I promise you, nothing bad at, at least. Did you know that he didn't know that that was his brother until he was he was grown? I did not know that. It's a great story. I heard it on uh, on Rogan. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll tell you about it off the air. It's, okay. it's a very interesting story. They didn't even know that they were related. Until. We're talking about... Bruce, Bruce and Michael Buffer. Buffer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The you know, let's get ready to rumble. It's and this, time. Yeah, two yeah. of the most yeah. iconic yeah. voices ever. It just happened to be in combat sports and were brothers and didn't even know it until they were both hmm. well into their careers. It's an awesome story. All right, you guys ready to duke it out? 
Yeah. Jesse thinks the offensive line's poo-poo. Nate <laughs> thinks we're good. <laughs> Go. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> what text did you send, Nate? I sent the group this text. Group. Oh, oh, the group text. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, group text. Give us that uh, sloppy opinion of yours. Repeat it again. <laughs> and my opinion will absolutely hold no weight when you're going up against a dude who actually played the position, was a six-time Pro Bowler, and a three-time Super Bowl uh, uh, champion. So my pay- But my- you know what? Everyone is entitled to an opinion. No matter how much it stinks. Exactly. So let's duke it Or if out. it's wrong or right. Yeah, I'm always let's right. Go, let's so, go. No, but he- here's my biggest thing, Nate. And when you look at this team, and you mentioned it a moment ago, just how much talent this team has across the board. You look at the defensive line, you're saying, man, between Mozzie and Jonathan Hankins, we got somebody finally in the middle. Mm-hmm. We know what Dank is going to be, the, 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 the consistent player he's going to be. You got Michael, who's being an absolute beast, right? You got uh, Leighton Vander. You got all these guys in all these places, the three-headed monster of the safeties when they get Dino back. Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, all these guys. Brandon Cooks, CeeDee Lamb. You got all these pieces in there. And then you start looking at it, you say, okay, what outside of injury could derail this football team? And the one place that's a glaring, to me, frightening point is this offensive line. Frightening, no, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we got Zach Martin back, mm-hmm. right? But when you watch film, we're, we're truly, honestly, one injury away from this thing really collapsing. And, and that, to me, is – I look at this offensive line and I'm getting – you know, even though Ty, they're trying to get Tyron to the games, right? He's not practicing every, every practice. He's not in every period. They're trying to get him to Sunday. And I get it. I understand it. Don't you think 31 yeah. other teams, though, are saying that about their offensive line? We're one injury away from disaster. But our disaster always seemed to be like – happens. Like, it always <laughs> happens and it's always it's – always, it always happens. It's always at the wrong time. And it always seems like it's a mountain of a letdown, right? And, and the one thing that we know, especially going into this new offense, the West Coast offense, Texas Coast offense, whatever, <laughs> everything about this offense is timing. It's timing, it's timing, it's timing. So there, there needs to be a good enough offensive line when you give Dak Prescott the opportunity to get the football off to the places it needs to get to. And, you know, the, the, it's these little pockets of holes. We don't know what Terrence Steele is going to be. I get that he's not um, a receiver or running back or, or skill position guy, but he's coming off an ACL injury. That matters. That, that absolutely matters. And they usually always say it takes what for an ACL injury? A year to get back from an ACL injury. We don't know what Tyron's going to be or how, excuse me, or how long we're going to have Tyron. The one good thing is we haven't heard a lot about Tyler Smith in camp, so that means it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right? But Zach Martin is back, and then in the middle would be Yadish. And I know that he went to the Pro Bowl last year, but he had his up-and-down moments. This, this, to me, and maybe poo-poo was a little bit of a, you know, an exaggeration. <laughs> But it's, it's a concerning matter to me. It's a really concerning matter to me. Now, Super Bowl champion, tell me why it's not a concerning problem to you. Because we good everywhere else, no good. according to you. If you. I'm glad all you guys was there when we did all this show together the first time. I said, besides our offensive line, I am good. I am good. Because I feel that we are a no, player and a half he away he said, beside from the kicker. that we stay good with depth. If we can get uh, that young guy, awesome um, Richards, or we can get T.J. Bass at the guard, we have to have two more players because if something happens to Tyron, uh, uh, I think Steele could struggle too as a young guy. 
But somehow, to Tyrone, we got to make too many changes to get things going. So I'm, I'm with you with that. And I always, and, I, and I've been, that's why I wanted the offensive lineman in the earlier parts of the draft, maybe the second or third round, because we need somebody to come in that can physically play. Uh, Adaga, I don't know what he can do. He's got a bone bruise from a hyperextension. So these guys have to play. And I think they got to go out. They got to go and let the guys that they really think that's going to line up. If something happened to Tyrone, the guys that's going to line up, they got to play this preseason. And they got to play two and three quarters. And once they, and if you figure they can't play, you're going to have to go out and get someone. We're going to have and that can play more than 40 snaps. The kid we had last year, he's a Hall of Famer. I love him to death. But we need one of these guys that can play more than 40 snaps. And I'm yeah. with you, Jesse. But, I'm, but our offensive line is great right now. But like you said, we're in Israel away from not very, looking very good. Do they need to use some of the depth in other areas to trade for some depth at line? I don't know. I don't know. Because offensive linemen are expensive these days. They can cost you some draft capital along with some money. I think they're going to probably wait till cuts are made and then go pick some guys up. Ain't nobody gonna 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 even the guys that get cut. They're cut from other teams. (laughs) Yeah, but a good offensive lineman lineman get released, say the last cut, and you want to get a shot at him, you can't go shooting pennies at him. You can't go saying, hey, we the Cowboys, come with us. You got to shoot some jack out there. And, 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 you know, we ain't good at, you know, saying, hey, let's make sure we get this guy. We like to say, we the Cowboys, hey, look at it this way. No, you got to go up go if a good lineman, a decent lineman, hit that, hit them, them waiver lines and clear the waiver. You got to go at them. You got to go get them. Are they all in this year? That was going to be my question. Uh-huh. You, you, I think looking at what other teams do around the league, when you're this good on paper – I don't think you do it at the beginning of the season, but middle of the season, do you do you if you're if you're kicking butt, do you push all in and go, okay, we're we're spending all this extra money. We don't care what it looks like two, three years from now. Let's go get some depth. Let's go get some people and I mean we're not even through preseason yet. I'm already talking about making a Super Bowl run. But I mean, and, and can I preface my statement by also saying I, I look at our offensive line, and the reason I come to this conclusion, whether it be an early conclusion or not, is I'm, I'm foreshadowing what we have to go through in the season. In our own division alone, in the NFC East, you're talking about three. Talking about yeah, three other teams in our in our in our division who are top five defensive, defensive lines, lines in the yep. National mm-hmm. Football League. Yep. Right, like, like, like that's what you're going to face, and you see the clips come out of different training camps. You see, you see, you see the pain kid taking 300 pound dudes and just leveling them. You, you know what Dexter Lawrence is going to be. You know what, you know, guys like that is going to be. You know what it's going to be in Philadelphia. And I just think about, you know, we we can we can have the song and dance about the regular season, but we'll play San Francisco earlier in the year. And the last couple years, we've had to see them in order to make the next step in the playoffs. And what has happened? They've been more physical than us up front, offensively and defensively. And so that's what my thinking is that I'm saying, does this offensive line look like an offensive line currently built today 
that I feel like can win a dominating matchup against Philadelphia, can win a match against New York, can win a match against Washington, can win a match against the, the Niners and some other team that will play throughout the year. The Patriots will have to see those guys and they have a pretty good, you know, line up front. So there, there are some teams that I'm looking at, and that's, that's why I kind of base my, like, man, the regular season is fine, but when we get when, when this thing really has to happen, will we be able to will we will we be able to withstand the devastating blows within our own conference? Yeah. That's along those lines. Back in June, Pro Football Focus ranked their, did their rankings for the top defensive lines coming up in 2023. Philly, Philly, Philly was number one. 49ers, who they'll face, number yep. two. Commanders, number three. Yep. Dolphins, who they'll face. We'll face the Dolphins. Number four. Pittsburgh's fifth, sixth. You get down Buffalo seventh. We'll face, face the, them. We'll face them. Then you got Cowboys at eighth. Giants at ninth. Jesus. Face them. <laughs> and then they got the Patriots at twelfth. We so. played them as we played them as well. <laughs> it's, uh, so that, it's that's what be rough. I'm saying. So I'm, I'm not basing my opinion solely on this because I want to be, you know, that guy. But I'm looking at boy, what do we have ahead of us, and will we be able to compete in the trenches? Because I'm again, I'm looking at the way that this offense operates or, or is trying to operate in a new system and what it's in the West Coast offense. And I know that you need the ability to have the timing to get this stuff right. It's all about being where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, uh, uh, at the time that you're supposed to be there. So being able to do that, you need to be able to hold up up front. And other teams have gotten, as we have as well, as we have as well, we've gotten styled up front as well, but so have other teams. And if we're going to combat Dak with the interceptions and being able to make plays downfield, you only do that by giving them a clean pocket to throw from. All right. Go ahead, Nate. Let me say this right quick, like, fellas. The only difference is from this year than the previous years is that if we can get through this, we will be truly battle-tested. True. If if the Cowboys can win 10 or 11 games and we have our offensive line virtually intact, this will be the first time that I feel that we can go into a uh, a playoffs and have true success. And and I'm with you on that, Jess. We can't have no injuries. But if we go through what from the Giants to the Jets to the Cardinals to the the, the, the Dolphins to the I forgot about the, the Jets. The Jets as well. The the Jets. Yeah, if we get through man. all of that intact, we have a great chance. You're definitely going to have a uh, a good test along the way. And if you can get through Week in and week out, bro. <laughs> pretty no good shape. You got six games but, within the division. But you're going to get the hell beat out five. of it. You're going to get the hell beat out. They're going to be beat up at the yeah, end of the that, 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 Again, that's, yeah. you look at that and you so know. So are the other teams, bro. So are the yeah. other teams. All right, let's take our first, I guess our first Final. last break. Final. Our first <laughs> last break. Before we do, let's go to the uh, the text line. By the way, 817-290-3298. These are a couple that came in before the show or right when the show started. Casey in Denver. He had a couple of questions, but I'm going to skip to the important part because Jesse, Jesse, what is wrong with me? Man, got to get, Kurt, you put vodka in my water again? Maybe I should have. Jeez. I might have got you straight. JC, you you get so much hate from the fans on this show for being a hater. It's all good. Casey says, Jesse, you're not a hater. You spelled your name wrong, but it's with an E, Casey. J-E-S-S-E, not Y. You're not a hater. You just keep it real. And the day you drink the Kool-Aid is the day I know this team has something special. I'm drinking. I'm, I'm, I'm You're sipping it. it. You're I'm sipping it. it. You're sipping it. And I'm then stirring it. Dr. Taft, Quincy, 
Heatley, a.k.a. Pastor Q from Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, gang, glad to be rocking with you this season. Shannon, I will be watching and praying for you this season. <laughs> he uh, needs it. Are you trying yeah. to tell me I need you? <laughs> Pastor Q, what's up, baby? You remember Pastor Q? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely. Appreciate you watching, man. Thanks for, thanks for staying with us. The People Show, taking our last break. We'll be right back. we got to talk about the deuce. <laughs> the deuce is loose. I'm hanging with the boys next. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back. The final segment of Hanging with the Boys for this Thursday. Jigsaw, proud dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, brings you this final segment. And it just wouldn't be a Dallas Cowboys show this week if we didn't talk a little bit about Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. It seems like every seems like every training camp, there's always one. One pet cat that the fans just grab a hold of, and they, you know, you cross your fingers and you hope that they, <laughs> mm-hmm. you hope they make the team, and they're going to be the second coming of whatever, and they're going to go up the depth chart, and then they just kind of disappear, and then they're lucky to dress for a few games during the season. I guess we should give it one more game and see what this kid's got. Everybody's really high on him right now. 
Um, so a question for y'all, and Jesse, you probably, you're probably going to say no way. If he has another game, I know you already said you want to see him getting some, some plays designed for him with the first team, right? Mm-hmm. If he has another game like he had last week, does he move up the depth chart? Or, or could he – what does he need to do to, to be your number two back? Or is it possible because you don't have that trust factor with him and he's a rookie and blitz pickup and all that stuff? I mean, is it possible he could be – Yeah, that, there's, so, there's so many factors that go into that to be the running back, like RB2. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's – it's, see – it's possible, though, right? No, it's okay. not. All right. it's, it's, There's the voice of reason coming out. There he is. Because there's the hater. Yeah. He's a hate on dudes. He yeah. hates sharp people. What did, what did you say earlier? Uh, it's it's time. <laughs> Couldn't hold back anymore. The hate is look. But 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 the thing is, is that you have to think about the totality of what it takes to put together a game plan. For Sunday, not preseason, because we're talking about if you move the RB2, that you're an integral part of what the game plan is going to be. Your knowledge of the playbook goes from this to no, got to know Mike it. McCarthy, Brian Schottenheimer, when they're putting the game plan together for Sunday and you're RB2, you're in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like you're in the conversation. And so, given a responsibility or given that role to somebody means that you have to carve out, it, it ain't just five or 10 reps, right? We're talking about 15, 20 reps that they have to find ways to get you in there, how they can get you the ball, what situation they're going to put you in, all those type of things. Because it sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, someone who holds that high of position as the, as the backup running back, and this is, remember, we're not in the days of Emmett Smith, of, of Adrian Peterson, where those guys were the absolute three-down back Bell cows. 30 carries. 30 carries, 40 carries, and played all the – those days are done. So we're not living in that time. We're living in that time where you have backs alternating in and out and those those carries get divvied up, right? And so when you talk about, you know, giving someone a roster spot in a game day jersey for that, that that person needs to be able to do a multitude of things for you in that conversation, and because they're RB2, they're limp. What are you smirking about? Uh, because what I'm are you smirking <laughs> at? You have this cheeky smirk on your face. Like, what are you smirking about? What, what are you, like- I'm just listening, and, I, and I, I agree with you 100%, but you're, like, completely discounting this guy, and you're saying he's not capable of doing that. What I, I guess what my question is is what would it take from him to prove to you that would he have to do it in a game? Yes. And then he would have to work his way into yes. that in, in yes. a real – like, he – he can't prove that in preseason is what you're saying. Yeah, no, he, he can't do enough work. What I'm saying is he has to do enough work in practice where even the coaches see enough of him to go, no, he's getting more reps than Malik Davis. He's getting more reps than Rico Dowdle. Like, that has to be a thing. Like, that, 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 that has to be a thing. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it could happen. Yeah, he ran quite a bit with the first teamers yesterday, I think. And that's great. Yeah. And, and that's what I – that's what I, my, my whole thing was I'll start believing when they start believing. Yeah. No, and I don't disagree with you. I think all the, uh, everything you're saying is spot on, just in case you wanted my reassurance. No, I'm Because <laughs> you had to I hate when I hate when people do that. Like, when they say, you know what, you're spot on, you're like, well, thank you yeah. for telling me that my opinion matters and you're validating me. Um, but the whole time you're over there like. No, I was smirking yeah. because <laughs> I was smirking because I'm just thinking to where I'm just hoping that he, on day one, 
that depth chart, he's number two. That way we can pull that sound bite back up. And Jesse <laughs> says, no, there's no way he Kurt, can be number what, what two. Do you, what are you feeling in this? In this? It, I just have a – I guess I still have a difficult time. He That's, doesn't seem to be the total – when it comes to running back two, you still hear it's mainly Dowdle, Davis. It's that battle. Yes, Deuce is kind of getting his name in there. But, yeah, he, he looked great the other night. But he was facing guys at – Third and fourth string. Yeah, guys. aren't going to make the roster. And so he, he definitely still has to prove himself. And he has to prove he can do more than just – run the ball, you know, can he catch it out of the backfield, which he did in college, can he block guys when they're, yeah, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, there's a lot more to the position, and he just, you know, he's got to prove he can do it. Do you think he can work himself into the RB2 position? Well, I would like to think so, yeah. I mean, he's obviously got those moves that he, he, he's got the burst. He's got the energy when he gets the ball in his hands. So I, I don't think you can rule him out. Yeah, based on Jesse's stock. ruling like, him out. Well, when I'm not, not, and, not ruling him out. That's what you said. I, you said yeah. no. You said there's no way he could work himself. Well, that I mean, no, 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 no. At no, the no, start no. of all this, I thought this, you know, five, 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 four. I thought there's no way. Right. But he's at least getting on the radar. Yeah, and I don't want because we do this as a whole, as a fan base. As media members, oh, yeah. we, we do this. You thing. want to root for the you want to root for a guy. <laughs> they, right? I, you, yeah. you, when you were on the, they didn't root for me. <laughs> bull. That's bull. I, that I saw some things. I either. saw some things that guys like Clarence Hill and Calvin Watkins and John Jock Taylor. Not the media. And, I'm talking about the fans. Oh, the watching fa- the show. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fans yeah. wanted you to be on the team. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they want that was the, a good. They want a good story. They want the guy that everybody says he can't. He's too small. You know, it feels good. It feels good, and it makes those who. If Deuce Vaughn comes in and has this, it, I'm not taking a shot yeah, at you. you. Are. I'm Go not ahead. taking Go a ahead. shot I'm used to it. Go ahead. But you feel good. You go, you know what? One for the small guys. Little Kings. Little Kings <laughs> unite. Let's Little go. Kings, what's up? Let's go. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but for the people, it makes them feel like he's one of us. Right. Right? It's not mm-hmm. like he's six foot five or six foot one and he's built like Adrian Peterson and guys mm-hmm. go, I could never be that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, could, I could never be that. It's Adrian like looking Peterson. at Tony Romo. Like, he's just a normal dude. <laughs> Pudgy-looking guy. Yeah, but <laughs> good God, he, he can play. He, he made it. Yeah, yeah. and so some, it, it feels good for the fan base, but when we get down to, like, the, the true evaluation, when you have to truly evaluate guys, and, you, and your job's on the line, right? For every, for every decision that Will McClay makes, every decision that Chris Jones makes, every decision that, uh, 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 that Mike McCarthy makes or Dan Quinn makes or who brought in Sean, every decision that is made in evaluation is either a check mark in a positive towards your job or a check mark in a negative towards your job. So you're always playing the odds of the situation because if you make him RB2 and it doesn't work out, not only is it a check mark against your job, but it almost kind of is a double check mark because you go, well, what the hell were you thinking? He's five foot five, 155 pounds. Mm-hmm. Why, why the hell do you think he can be the number two guy anyway? You see what I'm saying? So it's, in, in these evaluation type situ- scenarios, all that plays into effect. The story is phenomenal, yeah. right? Undraft, I mean, a six-round draft pick. His father is a part of the organization. The draft day story will be one that you'll probably write a, 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 a deep blue on and win another <laughs> damn Emmy for it. I'm not bitter about no, it. But win another Emmy. The story will be phenomenal. But when we get down to the real part of... He's 180 pounds. Excuse me, I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> He's a little thicker. A little thicker than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got a little uh, You know, we, 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 we have to take into the totality of, of what that looks like in an evaluation part. Do you keep 
him on as a third running back if he's not doing much on special teams? It makes it hard, Kurt. Like, you're talking about active guys? And that's why I said that, will he make the team? Yes. Will he probably see a lot of DMPs? It's because of that piece. And that's another thing that I look for in the games. I'm saying, all right, where is he at on special teams? Because even if you're RB whatever and you're you're second half reps, are you first half special teams guy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might be the fourth, fifth guy on special uh, 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 running back or four, four, five, six wide receiver. But if you're in the first half of special teams, personal protector, uh, gunner, jammer, kickoff, return, whatever it is, if you're in the first half of that too, now that's different because they're saying, all right, he may not be in a place right now where he's going to get significant reps at his position, Mm -hmm. but he's going to be a core special team player. And that's how guys last in this league. Whether you're five foot five or five foot ten or six foot ten, you if if you're not a starter. You make your way by being able to say, I am reputable and I am good enough for this team because I, I hold a valuable piece. I am a core special team. And for guys that don't know what core means, that means you play kickoff, kickoff return, punt, and punt return. And I didn't see him in the first half of those games starting any of those. So yeah. keep an eye out on this game. If he does, is that, is that yeah. significant? It is. Yeah. It first is. Half, if first half, yeah. if he's the core guy, then it's yeah. like, hey, we're trying to find a way. Because to other, teams, other teams are evaluating their first team guys mm-hmm. on special teams in, in those first and second quarters. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he, he might have did kickoff return. He did, he, he did have one return. Yeah one, yeah. yeah, one or two returns. But, again, that's not enough for you. To, it's not enough for me to give you a day jersey when all you did was return. Yeah. you yeah. got to do more than that. Well, and, and Fossil just said a little while ago out at camp, he said, I believe Turpin will be even more special this season than last year. Mm. And he's, Turpin, as long as expected, will enter 2023 as the ace returner per Fossil. This is a Patrick Walter, Walker tweet. And Deuce Vaughn is just, he's on standby. <laughs> So if he's not returning, man, this is interesting. He's not returning. There's your storyline for the next two preseason right. games. I don't, right. I don't want you to be right. But I want to no. be right. I don't want to be right. But I want to be right. What's our uh, What's our schedule next week? I haven't even looked. Jazz. I think we're back. I think we're in the studio. Are we daily or are we? No, I think it's Tuesday, Thursday again. What? Why are we getting the short end of the stick? We're the people show. They're trying to suppress us. Well, Derek's know. trying to hold us down. Everybody gets two days a week? Yeah, they're not doing Friday oh, shows. They're not doing, so. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not as mad as I was. Right, Derek, we're <laughs> still good. We're still good. Um, before that we, is Shannon Gross, It's me. I'll take it. I've, I'll already, take ha- it. I've already had my That's principal right. visit this this month. Yeah, yeah. Mother Nature, yeah. Derek, yeah. <laughs> anybody else you want to piss off? No. You know? No, you know what? I want to. LBGT. No, let me stop. You it. know how I want to end the show? The people show, by the way. The buffers are going to sue you. Don't bring that up. That, could, that might could happen. That might could happen. That, that was a one-time thing. That was just for this show. I'm not. That's. I'm not stealing anything of that's it. That cease and desist. I, bo- I borrowed that. I borrowed that. Um, I would like to end the show. If you are out there listening to the show, pick your phone up right now, and text somebody that you haven't talked to in a while. Mm. Just pick mm. the phone up and just be like, you know what? I hadn't talked. And just say, hey, just checking in on you, see how you're doing, because. There's a lot of people out there going through some stuff. Yeah. And when you hear from somebody that you hadn't heard from in a while and you're going through some stuff, it means a lot. It does. You know, mm-hmm. you may not think it means a lot and it takes you two seconds. You know, hell, send three or four texts. Just be like, hey, hadn't heard from you in a while. Just checking on you. See what's going on. Send a voice note. You can send a voice note. Yeah. Let them hear your voice. Hear your voice. Like it, it, little things like that really, really if somebody's down and you never know when people are down, you know, they, they're not going to tell you. So just. Hit somebody up with a random act of kindness today. 
I challenge you guys to do that when we get off the show, too. And you too, Jazz. You too. All right. Kurt, great show, man. This was good. Jesse, good conversation, good opinions. The voice of reason, the hater is back. Jazz, thanks for for sprinting. He doesn't want to get sued. Uh, Jazz, thanks for sprinting through the studio to keep this thing working and on the air. What are fancy shoes on today? Who y'all, who do you, you can watch, you're not a UFC guy. You're more of a boxing guy, right? I'm talking about the Sean O'Malley? Yeah, Sean O'Malley, uh. Aljamir Sterling. Yeah, I'm betting. I'm be a good fight. I'm betting on the black guy. I think he's gonna win. Yeah, I like Sugar. I want to do the same. I'm betting on the white guys. Then we could have a you know competition. We'll talk off air. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come back and see us next Tuesday. NAACP. That shit. Oh, here we go. Yeah, just <laughs> check, 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 check. Yeah. Here we go. All right, watch the game. We didn't even talk. We didn't about talk about the game, game at all. Jesus Christ, what a what a horror. All right, before we get off, who are you gonna watch? Oh shoot. God. Um, your homework. My homework. Um, offensive line. Why not? Uh, give me Sticks. What's his name? Sticks? The tight end, 49. What's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Stevens. 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 They call him Sticks. Stretch. You they know, call him Stretch. You know who I'm watching. Who? Deuce. My short king. <laughs> My short king, Deuce. I got him. All right, let's get out of here. Have a good weekend. The people show. We out. Uh, see you next week. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!